So the question is, how do women like us, age 50 plus, and dealing with high blood pressure, high blood sugars, and rising cholesterol levels, how do we keep our health numbers under control while we're trying to squeeze all the goodness we can from our life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Join me as I uncover the secrets of living a plant-based lifestyle, including how to avoid taking medicine simply by eating whole foods, shed the extra fluff around your middle without being hungry or joining a gym, make big lifestyle changes even if you think you have no willpower, eat food you love with no portion control. Let's get your doctor to say, wow, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. All this without meds or restrictive dieting. I'm Robin Wong, and welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. Welcome back. This is Robin, your host at No Pills, No Hunger. I'm so glad you're here joining me today. Last night, I was at Pilates. I like to go do Pilates. It's sort of my... um, uh, get away from everything. And my instructor who is, I, uh, she, I have two instructors, but this particular instructor, she is kind of a foodie. She likes to talk about food a lot in class. And maybe it's because it's the time of night we do it at seven o'clock. Maybe that's her dinner time. But she, she's kind of curious about how I eat, but always wants to find fault with it, right? So I don't talk about it. I don't share with that. I'm, she knows I'm plant-based, but We don't really talk about it much. Um, But last night, uh, there was a new person in class from one of her other classes, and I did not know this person. And so my instructor told her, oh, you guys are both veggies. And and I I was like, oh, okay. And then um, she goes, oh, so-and-so is vegetarian and you're vegan. And I said, well, actually, I'm plant-based. And she says, yeah, so you guys both like to eat veggies because you're vegan. And then I, again, I corrected her and said, well, I'm actually plant-based. And then the woman says, oh, my daughter's vegan. And I was like, oh, and she says, and I'm veggie. And I'm like, oh, that's great. I'm (laughs) plant-based. And, you know, she just um, finally, I, you know, she said, so what is the difference between plant-based? And I get this question a lot. And I make that distinction for a couple of reasons. Um, I like to say uh, plant-based eating is being vegan with a twist. And it's because the motivation is different. And actually, while the diets are very similar, there are there are differences. And um, that's, that's why I make a, a difference. Now, when I'm eating out, um, it's way easier to order a vegan meal. Okay, people understand vegan. And part of that is just because it's been around longer. There's a lot of political um, action around being vegan. And so it's easier to identify myself as vegan as far as, um, you know, if I want a quick, easy association in the restaurant or just if I don't have time to explain it. But but last night I had nothing but time, right? So I'm just working out. So I was like, oh, I'll just, you know, want to educate them on this and I want to be identified correctly. And so... um, Anyway, so like like I said, it's it's with a twist. So let me explain. Vegan is yes, it's similar. We have, we both, both vegans and plant-based eaters avoid animal products. Okay. Which it means meat and dairy and eggs. All right. So, but often many vegans, they, um, they also include honey 
And that um, any, um, you know, any sort of, any sort of byproduct from an animal, okay? And that even means clothing, like their shoes, uh, leather belts, uh, and there's there's a there's a spectrum, right? There's a spectrum. It's like a spectrum of plant-based eaters. There's a spectrum on the vegan in the vegan world, where some people don't worry about. This is mainly about what they consume as far as their food. Others take it as a, it's a lifestyle. Like plant-based eating can be a lifestyle. Um, so, you know, they just avoid all animal products because they don't want to exploit animals. So, but the difference dietarily is that they don't really worry about the added oils. So they don't come, many of them don't come from a place of personal health. Like they, they're more motivated by their compassion for animals and for the concern about their world, the sustainability of our environment. Um, both wonderful things to be focused on, of course, um, but that's sort of how they are motivated initially. And so they don't consume dietarily animal products because they don't want to eat animals, which I get it. You know, they, you know, there's a lot of suffering that goes along with that. Um, and the general public identifies with veganism because of PETA and you, you know, the fur haters, people like being accosted on the street if they're wearing a fur um, by the PETA lovers. And, you know, people will think that they're granola eating hippies living in teepees somewhere. I mean, they, people have this misconception about vegans and and there's a lot of the political movements people see because of animal testing. So when you say you're vegan, people kind of, their minds immediately go there and it's like, oh, you're one of these, you know, vegans. You know, I'm sure if you've tried that out, if you're eating this way, people are kind of like, oh, I really liked you until you told me you were vegan. And you're just like, what is that about? I don't get it. But anyway, that's that's sort of, that's a very broad description of veganism. Okay. And like I said, there's people on all spectrums. And so I don't want to categorize. I'm just giving you a, a general idea. And the same is true when you think of a whole foods, plant-based diet. And so you'll hear it called plant-based. You'll see the acronyms WFPB, which is whole foods, plant-based. You'll see PB, which is plant-based. You'll see on Instagram, you'll see WFPBNO, which means whole foods, plant-based, no oil. Okay. So there's extremes in everything and everybody takes it to a different level. But generally, um, plant-based eaters, whole foods, plant-based eaters is what it sounds like. They're eating more whole foods that come from plant that are plant-based, that come from plants, okay? And we like to shorten it to, oh, just eat plants, right? And and I've realized that for so many of my clients, it scares them because they think they can only eat like salad or they can only, they, their mind just goes to the very basic vegetable that they, they are familiar with and they don't realize it includes legumes and tofu and peas and whole grains and all these different vegetables, all these different fruits, right? So it seems very stark to them initially. And so um, eating plants is a very shortened, you know, way of saying it's anything plant derived, okay? Um, it's another way of saying we just avoid animal products. And so, you know, the motivation varies amongst plant-based eaters, of course, but I can speak for myself and my husband that we were motivated by health, by our health. And by my husband's health in particular, um, he, at the same time, we found kind of the doctrine of plant-based eating and, this, and read the science. Um, he 
shortly thereafter got diagnosed as being um, type two diabetic. So this, we were already kind of going that way. And it's like, yeah, we're doing this, you know, and I like to say we went cold turkey. I should probably say cold carrot. Um, but, you know, in, in reality, my husband reminds me that, no, we really didn't because not from where I see a lot of my clients starting from, we had for a long time been making swaps to our diet because out of concern of heart disease, because it ran in his family. And so we had long ago had given up, you know, eating a lot of red meat. Um, we had swapped it for chicken and turkey, right? And um, which I now know that when people do that, they still eat the same amount of meat. They just eat a different type and you're still getting a ton of saturated fat. But I didn't know. I didn't, I hadn't read the science on that. I didn't realize that we had swapped to nonfat milk. We had um, definitely, you know, um, we're eating whole grain breads. Uh, you know, it just, we had made these swaps along the way. We were doing a meatless Monday. We were, you know, out of, you know, concern of the environment. And just so we were kind of on the, the fringe of this big change, right? And when um, I got the knowledge and then we had the diagnosis, it was a no-brainer. We're just like, oh, we're doing this. And I think in one of my other podcasts, I talk about how I'm in a, a frenzy, cleaned out my pantry, found some recipes and started cooking um, plant-based meals and, and that for dinner that night, a plant-based meal for dinner. And then basically told our four children who are living at home that we were trying an experiment and we were going to, and it's for dad's health. And, and I made this really great meal. It tasted delicious. I had found a recipe that they were familiar with that I veganized and uh, made it so that we could now start this new lifestyle. And it was bumpy. I'm not going to say it wasn't, you know, read the labels again and all of that. But um the kids joke it was it's been a very long experiment <laughs> because we're still eating this way um so anyway but but i've got to say so for vegans they often say no animal product that includes honey that is honey is one of the things that i'm i'm i don't avoid i don't eat a lot of it occasionally i'll use it in recipes if i make a um a vegan biscuit i might put a little honey on it the reason being is i come from a family of beekeepers so, I mean, literally from like my great grandfather to my grandfather to my brother and my uncle and, and the, all beekeepers in the family, right? And so we always had fresh honey and have a real respect for what it takes to making the honey. I've worked in the bee yards. I've hauled bees. I've gotten stung a zillion times. Um, I, you know, I, so it just, it's, it's just one of my things. So that's where you, I start, I'm trying to show you that people decide what works for them. Okay. Now would I eat meat? No, never. I also grew up on a farm. We raised our own meat, you know, um, and, but yet I, I won't eat meat. I, I don't even have a, a desire to it to, to even go there. Um, so, so you kind of find what works for you. Um, so, you know, the bonus to being plant-based whole foods, plant-based is, we are also being compassionate toward animals and we're being compassionate toward the, the environment. That is a huge bonus and, and really taking care of our health. And I say that because we also avoided added oils. So we're in the vegan diet. Um, often vegan foods can be French fries, potato chips, um, Oreos. Those are all vegan, but they're not necessarily healthy. Okay. So, um, you know, and those are foods that we avoid because they're processed and they have added sugars and added oils. So 
we really go back kind of to the whole foods um, part of it. And, you know, so that's, 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 that's where I say the twist is. Um, it's, it's for our health and we choose foods that are healthy to sustain our health. It's like we're trying to make the world sustainable and, you know, compassion toward animals and make their lives sustainable. Anyway, so that's, that's the difference. So then you have the vegetarians. They're kind of on the outskirts of all this. And um, I have a sister who's a vegetarian. I have one that was a vegetarian long ago and became vegan and one that's still vegetarian. And then you have all the different descriptors about it. Oh, they're pescatarians. And I know somebody that's that. And then, and then they're lacto-ovo, which vegetarians, which means they eat eggs and dairy. They just avoid meat. Um, and then there's, I think, everybody in, in between. I don't know. I, I can't keep up with the vegetarians. Um, in, in my world, it's sort of like they really want to do better and eat well. And they love animals, but they just can't give up dairy. You know, we know that the, the cheese, the cheese and all the great dairy products that people love, sour cream, butter, um, you know, yogurt, all those things are really hard for people to give up. And so being vegetarian, they're kind of in, kind of out, you know, they're kind of getting there, but they're not quite there. They can't make the full commitment. So maybe, the, maybe the, those people we know that are the ones that just can't fully commit. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I, I mean, that woman in Pilates last night, I should have asked her. So. So why is it you're just just a vegetarian <laughs> and not all into being a vegan? Um, so, but I didn't because you know that just seems kind of um, judgy, and I don't want to judge anybody for their choices because they're doing the best they can and they're they're trying to make better choices, obviously. Um, so, so anyway, that's that's kind of just how it is. It's, it's you know when you hear those terms. That's my take on it. You might ask somebody else that's a different take on it. I don't know. Um, but that's how I describe it. And um, like I said, choose where you want to be on the spectrum. If you can only be vegetarian for now, um, and I shouldn't say only, but if you can start there, and that's great. That means you're cutting out meat, which is saving you a lot of saturated fat, okay, and a lot of cholesterol. Now you, and just, you know, what typically happens though is, they cut out meat and they add more cheese because they have to get their protein, right? And you're just like, oh, I'm not sure that's really the best thing because um, you're still getting saturated fat um, when you do that. So, but are you limiting it? Possibly. If you don't make, if you don't improvise and put, you know, make, take more, um, make more cheese, you know, in your diet because you're taking out the meat, you know, other, you can add beans. When you take out the meat, replace it with beans and you will not have a protein issue, I assure you. Um, so when you take something out, put something in and make sure that thing that comes in is, just, you know, helping your health. Okay. So those are the terms. I hope it helps you sort it out in the world. Uh, you know, when you're ordering, it's way easier to say vegan, please no added oil. Okay. Just try to keep the oils out the best you can. Because if you're type 2 diabetic, um, that's really going to help your blood sugars. You know, we're trying to clean out your cells and your cell locks uh, let, to let the insulin work better. We're trying to rectify the insulin resistance that happens with type 2 diabetes. And we know it's the fats. Okay. So if you can limit those, you're doing great. So read labels, avoid meat uh, the most as, and animal products the best you can. And then if you can't, completely 
eat less and add more vegetables. Okay, that's my two cents for today. I hope it helps. I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you for tuning in today. I know there's about a million ways you can spend your time and I really do appreciate that you spent some time with me. Thank you. If you got something out of this episode and know someone who would also appreciate it, make sure to share it with them. We are all trying to get healthier in order to live well and you can show them you care about their health by sharing these messages. Wanna start improving your health today? One place I like to start with clients is breakfast since morning habits are the easiest to build. That's why I created a guide called Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugars, which includes easy, delicious recipes for my favorite meals to start the day. Pick it up today for free at page.nutritionwithrobinrdn.com forward slash guide, or click the link for Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugar in the show notes. Thanks again, and see you in the next episode.